silence, just straight silence. No tasteful picking, no warm you up noodling, no cool you down licks. I can't find my microphone. I do, I do a bit of traveling. I need to stay mic. This is what happens. You've heard it. To me, that sounded normal. How you doing? We haven't spoken in a while. I'm at the parents' house. Parents are gone. You guessed it. You're Belinda. And uh, I was supposed to record this podcast right after I I, I watched the uh, or skimmed Sixer Nets third quarter and fourth quarter again. <sighs> But I got delayed because I've been watching Gambler 2, The Legend Returns, colon, Luck of the Draw. And uh, I taped this a while ago on my parents' TV, but I don't. The parents' TV is for basketball, for job. Don't have a lot of TiVo time. But it was just, I'm deleting all the games from over the weekend, trying to clear up space. The house is soon, they tell us. Genevieve's upset because they painted over the original brick. Uh, I mean, it's still a brick, right? It doesn't turn into... I'm not strong with foundations. So I'm watching Gambler 2, The Gambler Returns, and I'm just... I just... I mean, I'm going to go watch the Denver's blow up again because, you know, we were all frazzled by the end of Sunday night. But this movie is tremendous. I don't know who's in it on purpose. I have a Wikipedia. I Wikipedia. I, what are my Wikipedias? One of them is Richmond, Indiana, because that's where I'll be going to visit an ancient record plant later this week. And of course, the little Miami River. So I'll, I will Wikipedia everything. I live on it. Haven't done it for this because it's full of delightful surprises. Uh, uh, leading off is uh, <coughs> the first special victim in this monumental, colossal success of a film slash miniseries is uh, uh, Mariska Hargitay which is not something I say is a cone or a, uh, a, 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 a Zen chant. I've been reading up on the love guru a lot recently, uh, but she's the, she's the baddie or the girlfriend of the baddie, but you're rooting for her to go good. She's I'm going to get it out of the way right now. She is not in any way going to be romantically involved with Kenny. It's not going to get that because Mariska Hargitay, like this is around the same time she was, she was going to be Elaine on Seinfeld in the fake Seinfeld that they were making Jerry's place or whatever that was on Seinfeld. And then, and then Jerry is doing the audition and he decides to hilariously hit on her. Uh, But Kenny, no, no one wanted to fold them, and uh, it's just I didn't want. Here's why: you're reeling from Mariska Hargitay, uh, dressing like um, 
Well, it's a real Back to the Future 3 vibe. The entire thing is, which I appreciate. Uh, same sets, same idea. A lot of the cloudier days, you can tell. They got to film on, you know, uh, what are the kids called? B- BTF Trey got to film on the cl- on the sunnier days. Uh, you know, your, uh, your, your lynching of Michael J. Fox scene to where Chris Lloyd cuts him down with a, I haven't seen it in a while, just off the top of my head. But yeah, sunny days, flying the train into Eastwood Creek. And uh, this is a cloudy movie. It's a very cloudy movie, uh, as evidenced by. Uh, well, Kenny, I don't want to give too much away, but Kenny literally cheats the hangman, not not in the way you 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 assume, but he he meets up the hangman entering in the city and chats him up as one would do, like a botanist or a gardener, you know, like what? So this time of year, what are you thinking with the, the you know, that, that that sort of idle talk? But it's about a noose. It's about a noose and what you do with the noose and how you soak it. And it's watching this. This guy is supposed to be the hangman, but he's dressed in white, like a black vest, which is barely trying. Black hat, but that might have been his own. And he's uh, just in broad daylight, if not sunshine, just soaking his rope, dipping it in the big, not the horse trough, but like a, like a, you know, a real Ponce de Leon fountain of youth situation, just dipping it in, pulling it out, and then squeezing the hemp out. He says, just squeeze, and he says it's something about, I guess it's a nicer way to, it's a last symbolic. Whatever it is, Kenny remembers all of it, and then he breaks into the jail to then pretend he is the hangman. So he cheats the hangman. Hangman's name is George Lynch, by the way, real shredder. And, uh, so he gets into the jail and he's talking to the guy who's actually going to get hung. And it's, uh, it's some younger version of Kenny with a fake mustache. He kind of, he looks like, um, I don't remember John, Tom Fogarty who looks like John Fogarty, but mustache, fake mustache. That's, that's this again, Wikipedia. I haven't been chugling. I've just been Wikipedia and the CCR. I would have hundred percent said like Rob Fogarty a year ago, two months ago. So anyway, he's in there talking to Tom Fogarty, like, you know, don't sell the rights to the songs or whatever. But I, I, I'm not that far along. All I know is before Tom Fogarty was caught, or maybe there's another Tom Fogarty, because one of the Tom Fogarty's is Mar- Mariska Hargitay's boyfriend. And then, then he's hanging out with, um, well, Kenny's son is in the mix. I know you probably thought that when you clicked on this podcast about the, the first weekend of the NBA playoffs in 2023, but it's Kenny's son who, it, see if I can remember this because I just watched him say it. Uh, this is Kenny saying this about his son to a, to a man in jail who he's, he's broken into jail to address to find out the whereabouts of his son. Again, haven't followed through on the entire monologue yet, uh, but it, it, it is Kenny's words. Uh, I sent him to a fancy boarding school to learn an honest trade. Uh, so that's what we're up against. And uh, the guy from uh, Office Space who got in the car accident and uh, made the, uh, you know, had the party at his house uh, and, uh, uh, you know, jumped to conclusions. He's the, he's the real 
he's he's the uh oh yeah uh, what's the name of the 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 pink pinkerton pinkerton he's the leader of pinkertons he's he's bill pinkerton i don't know he's a guy from office space and he's the bad guy and kenny's got to stop him from killing his son and mariska hargate likely i don't know i'm just reeling from the fact that at one point like you know second act of the movie they roll into to a a a, a sex worker house and uh uh Who should roll out as the madam? But I'll give you a chance to guess who the madam is. At a house of ill repute in a made-for-TV movie in 1991. No, not Reba. Good guess. But she's in this movie. That I do know because I had to Google search the, the title card to give this post some image. Because I'm, I'm not putting Draymond stomping on Sabon. No way. This is all about... So it's not Reba. And... uh uh Jenny Lee Harrison. Wow, that's a good call. No, you're right. That is that is that is obscure. And I would I was Suzanne Plachette. Okay. 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 No, that that would be that would be I mean we haven't mentioned Dolly because that's no, Dolly does not do the same character twice. Okay, first of all. Secondly, duh, we all know she was on the set of Straight Talk at this particular moment. So get your IMDBs right. Get your Dolly IM D D IM. D D I M B Y B D B S D Dimbies, you get them when you go down to Dollywood. You you get a Dimby and it's laminated. It's like a diner menu and it's great and it just gets you know all the all the filmography, all the TVography, all the Kenny stuff, fake snow falling in the background, you know islands in the stream, but Christmas that sort of thing. So uh, uh, okay, have you guessed yet who the Lonnie Anderson? It's Lonnie Anderson at the heat. Of the Evening Shade versus Burt tabloid era. 90 to 91. I mean, I know everyone thinks of Jordan and the Bulls going to the first title, but that was, oh, yeah, okay, I guess throw Saddam in there. But, like, it was mostly Lonnie and Burt. Mostly Lonnie and Burt. So, so yeah, I'm making my way through this. And I know there's more surprises to come up and down the stream. And I haven't seen Gambler 1 since I was a child living in Bolingbrook, Illinois. So, I'm familiar with the canon to the point where I can remember the den I was in and that I was with my Aunt Linda. Because the whole world had gone country by 1983, 84. Sure of all, my Aunt Linda. Uh, Damn kings. Uh, you know, I start with the Warriors and, 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 and I want to. It's just I'm a I'm a uh, I'm not a freeloader. I don't take free stuff. Uh, but I do jump on. Uh, I'm not a bandwagon eater. When I'm on the Fairweather Johnson, is that it? Second album, Hootie. Hootie's on some cruise advertisement. Not Hootie, Darius Rucker. I just give it away for the champs a lot. So I, it's just my history and what I grew up with. You start with the Pistons when they lose to the Bulls. You start with the Celtics when they lose to the Pistons. It's not over yet. Uh, because, the, but the Kings can take a game in Sacramento. Uh, I do. I think Golden State will win this series. I can't put it on that anymore. 
I thought they were going to take a game. Things get out of hand, miss free throw here and there. Some good shots don't go in. Some bunnies don't go in. You know, Wiggins, not Wiggins, but other people come alive. Uh, and Golden State takes two or one. Didn't happen. Wiggins did happen. Holy cow, that guy kept them in the game in Pippin-esque ways, defensively, offensively, just boom, 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 boom. Uh, that was fun. That was great. Maybe Warrior Heads can tell me if he tired down the stretch or what the problem was. Abby goes to space camp. Oh, my gosh. Boomers will watch anything with a blonde woman in it. Hi, Abby. The TV has... Uh, I paused Kenny, and the TV has ads now. Back in my day, you would just pause it, and then it would go to black. Oh, okay. So that's the comeback. Oh, yeah. It looks like kind of Richard Dean. I got to find out who this guy is. He's awfully familiar. Okay. So Tom Fogarty. So like Kenny has the kid and he's like, I got to find my kid. Uh, and uh, he's a nice kid. Like early in the train heist that Maris Kahargate led, uh, he was saying like, please and thank you to the conductor while he was you know, shoving a, a firearm in his face and going, give me all your coal or whatever. I wasn't paying a lot of attention to what they were actually stealing. Um, I hope the Pinkertons were. I'm on their side so far. That guy from the office space is hilarious. So Kenny goes up to the jail that he cheats his way to get into, pretending he's the hangman, and uh, goes up to the, the 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 guy that he's trying to pump for information about Kenny's kid who's in the jail, and 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 says, you know, man, it's my kid. Like pretend it was your kid. What would you be doing right now? And and the the Tom the, the guy in the jail's like, I I, I never had any kids. And I'm, you know, pulling up the box scores from last night going, that's not how hypotheticals work. That's not, that's not how that do. Don't, don't, that's, you don't get to, don't. Imagine if this was your headache. I don't have a headache. No, that's not the part. So we're working through a lot on this script and I'm assured it's a, uh, it's some form of series because, you know, you got to bring them back. And I'm just guessing CBS. I mean, why would that be on any other network but CBS? At least among the broadcasts. I, I doubt Kenny had clout even by 91. I know Nirvana had hit, but, you know, again, Nirvana was late 91. Okay. get the, the green stuff out of the way like he's so it's so saturated with him that i just don't care also here's what i do care care honestly more about the way iron eagle and jim jackson call a tremendous game they've been doing it all over living in my parents house watching a lot of purdue nba games silently flickering on a laptop ahead of me watching purdue in the living room beyond me and, uh, you know, Jackson's good on Clipper games, and he's just just on plays, just calling plays like he did. This guy went to the blah, blah, blah there because he didn't get his foot settled there. 
I don't think any MVP should win two and a half years in a row because we should have it divisionally and anyone should have it only 65, you know, slam dunk for. The ascension of Malik Monk does not. He had a lot of, he took plays off in Charlotte, both ends. And he still did at times in the regular season. Maybe the, uh, the offensive audacity was uh, uh, kept in check or maybe just not ex as explored, however he, he would want to put it. This year for Mike Brown as compared to Charlotte, but Malik Bunk had, even if he's not a star, he's still going to have a bunch of pressure on him in Charlotte to hit shots because there aren't that many great players around him. So it does feel as if he has more spacing. He does get, you know, he doesn't work his way into plays anymore. And, uh, you know, the little bits, I'm, I didn't actually pull up those box scores because Kenny. He didn't. Uh... Wow. It's just. Oh, that's good, too. That's that's awfully good. I didn't know that Mitchell ended up at five for ten. But you know, it, it, he's going to get better. It's going to get better. He's going to get better. It's going to get better. And also, in a, in a situation where Kings fans have watched all year, uh, maybe not in the corner so much, but he's just going to be open. Davian Mitchell, so good for him and splashing that stuff. <coughs> Excuse me, Monk. The deal with his, you know, the the six boards and the three rebound or three assists, you know, that was there in Charlotte and uh, offense and defense and coaching and stuff dictates who goes after who crashes, where and who leaks out and who wants what. And it's not always the player's fault. It's a weird, different thing every time out. And he was certainly dishing as much in, in Charlotte. Uh, it's just nice to see this all year and then have it keep up over a weekend against a very good defense. What last year was a tremendous defense. So it's just cool that, like, okay, so we saw it in the regular season, and then he obviously took a step ahead, and things are definitely different with this whole approach. And it wasn't fake. It's just pleasant. It's like, oh, you forget about that. All that fun new stuff that happened falls in line with all the old stuff that you're used to. All the playoff orthodoxy that we're all settling in for that maybe I'm embracing a little too uh, eagerly. But why not? I'm a middle-aged sports writer. Sure, I'm living in my parents' house, but, you know, that's just the blogger in me. This is where I come from. This is my roots. So I dig that. Series ain't over. But the Warriors are the, the banking on this championship medal that, that, that Mr. Dwyer goes to, it's you know, that has to reveal itself there at some point, correct? I mean, look at Wiggins today. Tonight. No, today. Eastern time. So when does that create repeated stops 
where it's hard to do it. Pretend it's an arena that you're used to doing it in. I don't know what you got to fall back on. But you've been in that building for 2016. That thing has been around, been around for. So you've been in that building and you've got absolute and utter memory of flick, hit, move over, don't get a charge, just get a stop, get the board, leak out, splash. No pun intended. And I just, like, I could see them, if you dig in the right way, taking two, in the same way that Sacramento could also take one or maybe two. It could be that sort of awfully even series. Even if they are disparate formations. Golden State worked real hard last year. Real hard. Because it knew it didn't have the offense to bail itself out. It knew that things were going to have to gear themselves into execution rather than just Boom, a lighting, ignition. Let's pun this up, splash. And that's not there this year. I feel I just I kind of talked about it in the thing, but just the idea that, well, well, maybe we can get we need to score more than them. No, you're gonna have to be the without being ugly, without being silly, without being Gary, you know, just just you're gonna have to stop them. You're going to have to stop the best offense in basketball. You can do that. You're not, you know, like we don't have to shame the bad offensive teams that played good, deep, strong defense in the playoffs in the past, but it's it's not an over-series. And all year, I just, Golden State, I when Golden State screws up on the road, Golden State fans, maybe not last night. I wasn't on there, and I'm not on there a lot late. But just seem to blame it on the road things, where I just see it as, oh, that's our that's our Golden State Butterfingers mixed with that's our Golden State. They've been a champion-esque team for nine years coming up. Eight years. And that's so bad. Maybe I'm not seeing the same signs of breakdown as many games in a row since October as I've had to uh, adapt to that. It's fun, though. Saturday was a trip. I don't think it was as good as the uh, Memphis Laker game. That was highlight stuff. Wow, was that strong until it got sad. Uh, talk about char- I've I've debated whether or not to, I've written about block charges since two thousand seven at blog.yahoo.net and I know I put big chunks of in in at times at si.com 
and it was definitely in an old behind the box scores. Yes, the block charge is nonsense. It does not have to be an either or. It doesn't have to be a situation where you treat that stripe as an out of bounds line or some form of foul territory. That is incorrect. That is not how it was explained to me in 1997. Yes, can't have a foot on it, whatever, but there are, if you are out of it, it can still be a charge. What we wanted to do is make it nothing, but it's too late because it's been the per my screaming and yelling a quarter century of this. And, you know, blame my bolt. Don't blame the old Knicks. Absolutely not. Uh, but the old Bulls, they were like, yes, yeah, we can do this. Rodman, Pippen, Harper, uh, a lot of Pippen. A lot of Pippen. That's why they put the stripe in. It wasn't if it if it were because of the Pistons, they would have put it in for the Pistons because they would have put anything in for to stop the Pistons. If it were the Knicks, they would have put it in the Knicks because they love the Knicks being on TV. But they would have put anything to change the way the Knicks did that on on you know in a finals that nobody watched. Uh, it was put in for the Bolts. Bolts came back in two years and were just like, boom, yeah, sure, I'll take Greg Ostertag's knee to my sternum. I'm the 122nd paid player, best played player in the NBA. I didn't have back surgery in my first year. I'm Scottie Pippen. Go Bolts. I'm not, I don't want the circle to go away. The circle is a good thing to have for coaching. The circle is a good idea for half for refing. The circle is any bit of help they can do. But the thing that we've now had generations of refs falling back upon and now players falling back upon, as your boy warned about, is that idea that you have to call something. So now the refs have to be disabused of that notion. Whole generation of Zach Sarbas who around on, on NBA TV in 2004 doing commercials about being a G League referee. D League referee. Coming up in a culture where you have to call everything and then the digital stuff hit. Because frankly, the calling everything block charge was, was probably worse 15 years ago. Everyone's used to it. Now the players. Whole entire two and a half streaming generations of players are thinking, oh, I don't even have to out-battle people and, and lift weights all day and be a behemoth in terms of rebounding. I can just move my feet and defend and hit a corner three and be my height, and I can be a helpful college pro whatever player for a while. And I don't have to pull down 20 rebounds a game to get noticed as it used to be. Because now people are going to be like, oh, who's that guy flying around? What is the average? 9.8 points per game? Feels like a lot more. So now you're going to have to get them to stop that. Now you want them to leave their feet and jump in the air where they can possibly be out-jumped or out-hung or out-glid. Suddenly we're James Donaldson fading as Clyde Drexler in midair somehow finds his second wind. Some would say literally. I don't know if uh, 
some of you may may remember Jock. Jock was my cat for a long time. He's my buddy. I miss him dearly. Uh, passed away a couple of years ago. Born the same day Kyle Orton threw a bunch of interceptions for the Bears. 2005. Passed away in... It was in December. I think it was... Yeah, night of uh, December of 19. Tremendous cat. Think about him. Dream about him. Don't miss him because I dream about him. Thinking about him because I'm watching his mother right now. Like his mother is still alive. His mother, Jock was like her third litter. We could not, they could not keep a rain on Snowball. Snowball, you know, she had the, 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 the batch and then she'd be right out. And it's just so, it's just, it. sometimes these things happen. as you young parents may someday find out. But she's still with us. And uh, she looks like a 20-year-old cat, but she is alert and happening and uh, sleeping on the uh, 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 ottoman outside with uh, Tig, who is the male cat that I have now that hangs out with me. And it's a fun time. Things are fun and things are sad. I'm happy that I feel all of them. Cameron Johnson stuff was fun. Speaking of always been in him. Can we remember when he was drafted and was like, oh, that, well, yeah, that's another. That's not going to be Devin Booker, but it's like that. It's another. Sons are drafting for need, and this guy looks tremendous. He's either going to be totally terrible and completely Chandler Hutchinson, or he's going to be like what we saw yesterday, including the part where he gets tired. You know, Robert Ory had a lot of those. He wasn't always chucking, you know, spot-on 25-footers in the final seconds, two hours and 42 minutes into a game. Now. Big Shot Bob could could do his best in the second quarter and disappear down the stretch. It happens. They're 6'10". Can Brooklyn take a game at home? Harsh, KD. Harsh. Yes. Yes, they absolutely can. Uh, It's Again, it's still 25-foot shots. The trick is, speaking of second wind, Embiid just has that bit where he's got that Dirk. He's had it all year. That Dirk Nowitzki thing where he's just... Mid shot, mid air, mid whatever, and he's like, you know what? I'm here, and I could we could pass this back out, and we could rejigger the possession, and I can get my feet straight, and we can have the right entry pass. We could do a lot of things to make the there's there's twelve seconds. That's an eternity, and the uh, you know what? I'm just yeah, I know it's a two pointer. I'm pulling up for the two pointer because it's it's money, it's money. For a big man like that, with his release point at the rim, he's not taking off. He can't. He could. He. We don't want him to. Just, just jaw dropping. I mean, that was a day and a half of Jock Vaughn, and I know they, they kind of, they kind of showed their hands. 
not gambler style. I got to watch more of the movie so I know, like, oh, yeah, Todd Hig- like, total Todd, H- Todd Higgins move. Mr. Mister 7-2. Uh, played a little holding back on the day. Big shocker. I didn't like the bluff. Huge shocker, right? I thought it was corny and stupid. Treated it like basketball. I mean, pump fake's nice, but the whole thing? Come on. Uh, <laughs> I just, I don't think Embiid is uh, is playing the same sort of basketball as anyone else right now. Uh, it's going to be, so. It's it's a tickle thing for me because I just sat through this entire season of this nonsense and then watched Jokic. Not that I cared either way. It would be awesome to me if they traded one or the other or one had a, you know, unfortunate ankle sprain. It was something silly that made it easier. But then Embiid plays a lot of games and outplays him. So that did make it easier. But then just watching him keep it rolling. And don't, yes, it's the Nets me. Because if this were, for all these first round games, if we go, we just got to go back a month and think what we'd think if it were, okay, maybe not Boston, Atlanta. But kind of, if it were Boston, Atlanta, if it were Philly, Brooklyn, we'd still think, oh, that's a good, that's a good matchup. Not, oh, this is a one-sided first round pairing. And everyone's showing up. Everyone. First game, Nets came back. Uh, Bridges, soon he'll have. He'll ne- no one ever has the legs, but he he will just have the. There's a timing to it. Where you're not really saving your shots, you're just knowing you also have to be, as Austin Reeves would say, him, like an hour and a half from now, too. You know what I mean? Not to cut, now this isn't like a clutch, anti clutch argument. It's just, you know, an on court version of a pregame nap, even while you are pulling up for three pointers or lunging for steals and doing all the quote unquote athletic, uh, uh, energy dimming might say wasting things. No, no, it's just the mindset that it's still there. And uh, why can't Bridges be there in a game five doing that same thing in Philly? Uh, Or a game four down that much, down 3-0. Because at some point, if you are in that day, it doesn't matter that you're 3-0 because all it is is I have to be on my stuff at not only do I have to be on my stuff at 352, I really got to be on my stuff as well as what would that be? That's going to be 442, and that's also going to be 659. May have gotten the times wrong on that. Uh, Mike Fratello can help me on that. But that just that mental, he's never had to do that. He didn't have a summer to prepare for it. He didn't have a season where he had to be that. 
he did no one thought that Mikael Bridges was going to be sent to a team that would be in the playoffs and have to be a high usage all-around guy. Rebounds, dishes, steals, long shots in between shots. And his efficiency is not through the roof. He is not an MVP candidate, but he is doing Paul George stuff. Right there stuff. <clears throat> so why not? I dig it. I dig him. I dig Jimmy Butler. He's my favorite player. My goodness. What a pair of games. Cavaliers, uh, you know, it's hard to play at home sometime and the Knicks are are strong offensively. They get to the front of things. They 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 don't waste time on the strong side waiting for various quadrants to clear out or to pull in or to whatever these guys do with their plays. Think I'm paying attention? No. Uh, but it's nothing that can't be explained away in a uh, film session. And then it's nothing that can't be reminded in a half, even if the Knicks come out firing in or up 12 on the road. Uh, and it's also nothing that can't be uh, figured out on the fly. This team is young. And uh, suddenly everyone on the uh, Cavs is the main character again. And it wasn't like that when they were destroying teams by 25 in winter when no one was watching. Uh, I'm not saying that the uh, tip swear jar to tip me for, because I swear so well every time I say I'm not saying. I work around the double negative so I have to figure out what I am saying. But then that's an artistic commitment. That's a risk. That's dangerous. Plus, we're pushing 38 minutes on the podcast. And you don't even know what your voice sounds at one and a half, let alone two times speed. You think you're nasal now, pal. Oh. Chirping like Dolly. She doesn't chirp. She sings beautifully. Why did I say that? That, that crazy country channel used to show the uh, Porter Wagner House show. I think I've shown RFD. We used to TiVo uh, Dolly Parter, and, but more importantly to me, Porter Wagner. That was a good time. Crazy guitar stuff. Yeah, the calves are growing. Calves are growing. Calves are growing. And uh, they have to just figure out a way to settle into what they like doing defensively again and, and, and reimagine that spark. Oh, yeah, that is actually what we do best. And it's fun to exult in what we do best as opposed to what we do pretty good among the best. But no, man, play to your strengths. Not worried. Minnesota. Eh, I'm a little worried. Since it's October, Denver's a championship level team. The Clipper stuff is a drag. Because uh, it's it's just as it always is with some of the, you know, like watching Durant without Westbrook and stuff. It's just okay, so they're so it's on. But how far can it go? And a place. 
whole series off and they pull out a shocking win. Ooh, baby. Are we looking at a title contender? Uh, but until then, they have to uh, win three times in six games against Kevin Durant. And ah, ha, 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 I get it. Yeah, I said he can win 16 games, and he's won seven in a row. Listen, there are a lot of misses in the previews. You know what? There are a lot of hits, okay? I was noticing watching the games. I'm like, ooh, okay, okay, all right, strong, strong single up the middle on that one. Oh, okay. Well, that started as a joke. If you round it out, you threw in some stats. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. I'm not saying I'm rereading my stuff. I'm not a freak. But, you know, he spent a long time with something, and, and it's going to – but, yeah, I'm, I, okay, so he's lost seven games in a row. 16 from here on out. Or maybe the next one. It could get weird. It could get – remember what, what Barkley had to do in his first Lakers and Seattle and all the calls that went Phoenix's way. They probably earned. Uh, uh, Memphis can beat the Lakers without John Morant. I don't know what Morant's deal is. I haven't checked any Woj this morning. Perhaps I should. Considering that you're back. Oh, let's put this out for free. Hey, uh, uh, subscribe to the second arrangement. I'm trying to buy a house. But also, you know, other stuff too. Windshield. Still haven't windshield. Obviously, I'm taking a trip to the Little Miami River, so I need gas mileage for that. Okay, X-ray is negative on Sabas's return, and three uh, notifications. Oh God! Typical Kelly poll. Uh, Memphis is, has been. No jokes about what happened in Colorado. Just before that, Memphis was used to winning without Morant. They're used to winning without everyone. Can they get used to winning without Morant and Adams? I don't know. Can they get? Can they win with Morant thinking about whatever he's playing through all the time? I don't know. When's it going to leak that he's going that he needs surgery that's going to put him out for eight months? Maybe he's fine. It just hurts a ton, and they've run every imaging instance they can all over it, and everyone left the room. And, uh, you know, he, he bit down on the plastic thing with the jelly on it. And, uh, you know, at some point that, that, that mat, you know, that shield, that apron, that big uh, Manhattan Project apron that they wear, that, that, that was involved. And uh, they're like, no, we can't find anything. You just, you just bent it in a way that Kelly didn't watch the uh, instant replay in the second time or third time it happened uh, or at any, any spot. Since Abby goes to space camp, channel nineteen sixty for Fox Nation. I, you know what? For that channel, I would I would probably go nineteen forty eight. But that's I'll have you know, neither of my parents were born in nineteen forty eight. Okay. Hi, Abby. Looks a little far out for space camp by that photo. You'd think I'd know if someone named Abby. That flown that far out to space. I didn't know we were still going to the moon. That looks moon-sized, Abby. That's a moon-sized perspective. That's halfway to the moon. That's a big Earth, is what I'm saying, Abby. Got a big Earth back there behind your thumbs up. And your uh, gravityless uh, flat iron skills. Gravityless flat iron skills. The Hawks, maybe. I don't think so. Boston has been on just 
on it. Uh, it's been a while. What, are, what else happens? Uh, uh, just had a lot of fun going to Pacer games. Drove through a tornado. Like, drove through a tornado, I found out. Ha, ha, ha. Tweeted about it. Whatever. Drove through a tornado. Listening to the song he did with, with uh, Steve Gadd and the guy from 10CC. Take It Away by Paul McCartney. And I knew I was driving into tornado territory. We'd been, I knew about it before the game. I knew that I was going, like, you're going to be driving through this, going home. It will, there are tornado warnings all up and down that area of Western Indiana and Eastern Illinois. And uh, they put uh, weather broadcasts on the Pacer big screen at halftime, which is awfully helpful. The woman who did that broadcast, we follow each other on Twitter. Uh, she's, she's great. Uh, and she was great. That did everything she could. I'm assuming legally, without you know, because there was no warnings to attest to at that time, without you know, yelling fire in a, in a in a crowded theater. But like on the drive home, you know. So uh, I t I try to avoid the highway on the way home. There's a way to get off the highway and go off a second highway. And I'm glad I got off the highway because at about the mile marker I would have been at about that point. A uh, tornado hit a uh, hit a semi and knocked it. Or a tornado, but the winds from it, uh, or maybe a tornado. I don't know. Didn't follow up. Driving home, Paul McCartney going. Can't see. I get on the highway ahead of me is the lightning. It's beautiful. It's the first spring lightning of the year. Maybe the second. I don't know. It's lightning ahead of me. Lightning storm. Check the weather before I got on the road. Do what you can do. In a front wheel drive car. Fully loaded Ford Fusion. Tremendous vehicle. Uh, and you got this, and you know what to do in case something happens. You get in the ditch, whatever. But I, I don't know. It's dark. It's dark. And then it got real dark. Like, all dark. All dark. Can't see the... the it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a quiet road. And for a while, there was a little caravan with a truck and a car. But after a while, that went away. And it was just dark. And... I should have had the music off. I understand that now. I'm supposed to listen for the train. Okay. Okay. Didn't know that. It's a very good song. It's got Steve Gadd on drums. And I need that driving consistent thing in times of storm and stress. Or clear as day. To keep me running. So I kept the drums on. I need drums. I'm. Often fueled by Porcaro power. Porcaro power. Doesn't matter how you pronounce it. Kelly needs his drum. So I'm drumming through and then in the middle of it, I just get that searing emergency tearing off your cell phone to just knock your senses out like a bomb in a war movie went out and you're, you're, all you're hearing is your ears ringing. Telling I'm not looking at my phone. I'm not looking at anything, even though I'm staring straight ahead. Blinkers on, you know, driving in, in the teens in a 60-mile-an-hour highway, two-lane highway. Or not two-lane highway, two two lanes and separate, 52. It's very nice. I recommend it instead of 65 if you're ever driving through Indiana. 
but that was not a tornado warning that I thought was going out to all the counties. That was a, hey, there's a tornado right there because we can tell by where your phone's at warning. That's a get in the ditch warning. And uh, I've never gotten in a ditch. It's, I know that's been presumed, presumed of me for years. That at some point, some Sunday morning, Kelly's going to roll into it. But no. Ditchless, as far as I can tell. Not a hovel. Not a hole. Not a trench. Uh, so anyway, I drove through the revolting blackness. Darkness. Like this, this icky gray, purple, this is like 11 o'clock at night after the game. So it's like dark, but then it gets not fun, like gray on top of dark, which I'm assuming is a tornado or storm cloud. Uh, whereas prior with the lightning storm, it was a beautiful day. All that Ben Franklin going up and down around me. I could see everything. Uh so, yeah, then I got home and found out, oh, that that warning was, was different and more specific and that the uh, uh, cemetery that I passed through during all that darkness was uh, destroyed by a tornado that night. So that was probably me driving through that thing that destroyed all that. Uh, don't don't do that. That was my bad. I should have. Well, what I should have done is stopped and stared at it going by north of me, pulled over and looked at a radar. There are plenty of four-way intersections, brightly lit, not brightly lit, but just there's a lot of corn in Indiana, corn and soybeans. You got your you got your gravel roads. You, got, you probably don't want to be in a gravel road during a tornado, but I could have I could have hunkered south. And then wait wait for, you know, wait for my knee to stop throbbing, which is when you know the storm it's gone east, and you're safe. But I didn't. So meow. I'm aware. Also, some of those motorcycle rides in Chicago are probably pretty dangerous. Anyway, uh, the, the playoffs have been tremendous so far. <clears throat> uh, thank you for uh, uh, reading and enjoying and having fun with the stuff from last week. Uh, to anyone who is on a, uh, a free uh, listen or a free uh, trial. If you're on a free listen, have a free trial. If you're on a free trial, uh, throw me five bucks. We're gonna we're gonna talk about basketball games in, in springtime. What's 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 better than that? And uh, go back and find the Jaminator thing. Those those clips are tremendous. That's in the Bulls post, sad Bulls post with the image from the. Uh, well, it was like a text service. Listen, it's the Never Too Much podcast. We're pushing up. Picks for tonight? Oh, boy. Gee, well. <laughs> yeah, like, again, Clippers in New York win. I'm not going to be upset or freaked out. It's I think basketball is different now. Uh, I, I, I just think basketball is different now. I don't know if the three-point shot is the great equalizer or the fact that it, the, this is just the 83rd game, 85th game, and... These big brains are growing. And they're just, they're primed. 
it's a great league. And uh, I don't know the, the block charge. It's it's going to be dangerous, but they were they were always doing it, and it's just the, 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 they have been doing a good job. I believe in this playoff of, and I'm sure Abby would agree with me. Looks like she's got a giant photoshopped thumb, like a real. Uh, even cowgirls get the blues sort of thumb situation going on there. Uh, I, the refs are letting it go, and I dig it. And the refs were letting it go in the play-in, and everyone dug it because it was it was BS fouls, and we're not going to call BS fouls anymore. And that just has to be the next step of immediately not wanting to bite on. You have to bite on the pebble. Bite the pebble. Beyond that, tremendous basketball. <clears throat> Sorry to hear about Tyler Harrow. Uh, and uh, just am not going to get offended anytime any of these upsets go down because this just, I, I think teams are getting outplayed by other great players. And uh, I cannot wait to keep writing about it. Uh, what else? Tornado, 20-year-old cat. And, uh, oh, let's open up a basketball pack real quick. If I can, that's an upper deck, 91-92. 91-92, I was out of buying baseball cards and basketball cards. I never really bought basketball cards. Oh, okay. So we got a fellow by the name of Kenny Payne. Sounds familiar? Can't help you there, though. Okay. Steve Hood. Oh, Kenny Payne was 21 on the Sixers. Uh, appears to be driving left-handed. Steve Hood is a king. wearing a white, beautiful king's uniform. Usually the fun thing about basketball cards is that you know everyone in basketball cards because everyone is like, okay, well, that guy's a 15th man. He averaged 29.8 a game for Long Island University for four years, and he got his own uh, Sunday morning conversation with Robin Roberts once. So oh, to, to, to counter that, I did what you usually do with baseball cards, where it's often like you get 12 people you don't know, plus like Kevin Maz. You want Mike Pagley Rulo? I don't know. But immediately, I just I just have an 88 Donruss right next to me. And I opened up Lonnie Smith, one of my favorite players of all time. And then that awesome documentary hit. Thank you for doing that and everything else you do, John and SB Nation. Tommy Hinzo for Cleveland. No clue. Jeff Hamilton sounds kind of familiar. Steve Trout. Hope you're hanging in there, brother. Looking good in the pinstripes. Al Nipper. <clears throat> I don't remember this. Do not remember this. Remember a lot of stuff. Don't remember this. My dad swears that he made a bet with a bartender in a bar that we were both were in when the Cubs made the Lee Smith trade, saying, well, at least I got a left-hander out of it. There's no way Chiraldi and Nipper are both right-handers. And it turns out they weren't. And then my dad had to sneak out of the bar with me, like below the bar, like uh, Byron Scott sneaking into uh, the Inglewood form in that famous Sports Illustrated shot. I don't remember that. Uh, probably for the better, Al Nipper still with the Red Sox in this scenario. Pat Sheridan, Dave Stapleton. So now that we've got some some no goods, not no goods, but just borbors in the baseball, 
Let's try to get this in before the top of the hour. Let's go back to the basketball. Problem with the basketball is they're not all faced. That's okay. I wonder how Lee Ellis handles it. James Donaldson, beautiful left-handed. Kind of a jumper, I guess. It's not. Is he wearing pumps? No, no pump could fit around that, those feet. <laughs> this is, uh, he's still a maverick at this time. Uh, later to come out of retirement to play for the Utah Jazz against uh, Kim Olajuwon in a futile attempt at Stacy Ogman and Stonewashed Jeans. This is an NBA draft card. Classic man, Stacy Ogman. He's wearing a crisp white T-shirt that does not appear to have any logo I can see, nor a pocket, into stonewash. And I mean like that full stonewash, not splotches, but like the full, you know, not 80s, but 90s sort of tint to it. You know, these are not your Bon Jovi stone washes. These are your, uh, you know, let's say, uh, let's say, who's the guy? Who's the, who's the, you know, Donald said to him in, in the, in the in with the uh, Gregory Hines. You know, it's like something Gregory Hines would wear. On, uh, on uh, you know, a relaxed episode of Arsenio or under a sport coat on Carson. Ron Anderson, who in this case is taking a rebound from Charles Barkley as Derek Coleman fails to run the floor. Another Maverick. This is Roy Tarpley. We got 14 foot of Maverick in this particular pack and a checklist who uh, played about as many games. Listen, that's not um, – how did Roy do here? Yeah, nine games. 20 game, tremendous player, suffers from the same stuff I suffer through and have to think about every day for the rest of my life, one day at a time. It's anyone else who's going through that too. Hang in there. We're all sipping tea together, even on the days where you may stumble. Tyrone Hill, beautiful, raising his hands in triumph. This is rookie year. Yeah, rookie rookie year. So he's got a year under him. Did he average a double-double in his rookie year? Not even close. Well, he may have, but I don't know how to divide 383 by 74 off the top of my head. Did I complain about that in a recent? Yeah, I think I did. Marcus Liberty, famous Illini. And, uh, uh, oh, Alton Lister wearing glasses and uh, appropriately going to the sky hook. <gasps> Patrick Ewing, finally a strong, good player. There we go. Accepting an inbound pass on John Sally, who has a tremendous all-time block rate, I noticed, for someone who... Barely played. Uh, and uh, Chris Morris also accepting an entry pass because it was the 90s. Real quick, for the top of the hour, let's finish these 88 Don Russ. Listen, uh, uh, we're going to go see Larry Carlton this Friday. Larry Carlton in Cincinnati, Ohio at the Ludlow Garage with a ticket we bought off a credit card a long time ago. Pat Sheridan, Troy Tigers. Did I get him? No, I'm going backwards, you, you darn this. How are you going to make the top of the hour like this? Dave Stapleton. Okay, Jeff Ballard. <gasps> Who cares about Jeff Ballard? I got, not only did I get a Diamond King, I got a Billy Hatcher Diamond King, okay? Best baseball you're ever going to see is Billy Hatcher in the 1990 World Series. This is him of the Houston Astros. I already have this, but I want like 80 of these. Uh, Mark Davidson, uh, host of That's Not So Much Incredible, and uh, Rick Leach with a chain and a mustache. Jerry Reed, uh, not the fun one. Oh, he looks kind of fun. Uh, Manny Trillo. Craig Lefferts, uh, shout out to uh, Eric Freeman and the gentleman whom I wanted. To, it's Bob Walk. It's Bob Walk is who 